Hi, I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Annika. And you found the Peter Rabbit Hole. An hour-long podcast <laughs> where we discuss a four to five minute story. <laughs> and what are we reading this week, Annika? This week we're reading Anatole by Eve Titus and Paul Galdone. Sure, why not? He's he's Galdon? no longer with us, so Galdone? I don't think he will Galdone. write us. If you know, please, please let us know. Please let Annika know. I can already, I can't pronounce anyone's name properly. <laughs> so, Anatole is a book from my childhood. Yes. Had you ever? I had never read it, which feels surprising, honestly. It just, I don't know. It feels like one of those books everyone read in their childhood. The library had forever on yeah. the shelf. No, never, never one of mine. And I read a lot of books about mice. My, very popular in children's yeah. books. Um, in fact, we've, we'll do another one at some point. The girl who wouldn't brush her hair. We'll do several, in fact, because I've got a couple with mice, too. And I have another one. Yeah. Mice. We've already done a lot of bears. That's true. We'll segue. Right. We've even done a mouse slash bear <laughs> book. Fun facts. Fun facts. Tell me a fun fact about Anatole. Uh, well, Anatole was written in 1956. Yes. There are 10 Anatole books. Gosh. Which I only knew of the one. Huh. They constantly placed emphasis on the dignity of work, says Wikipedia. Mm. <laughs> Anika has opinions. I might have a couple. <laughs> All right. But hang on. Uh, they made an animated TV series, 26 episodes. Huh. Oh, yeah, it aired on CBS in 98. I never saw it, was aware of it. Oh, it also made into a musical? That I like. <laughs> uh, apparently, the most popular one was Anatole and the Cat, ah. and I think that's really where a lot of things went off on it. Uh, it premiered in 2014. I wonder if it's a young audience's musical. First stage children's theater. I think it definitely... Maybe. The Arvada Center needs to do it. I've been told that I should do suggest that if we have suggestions for good children's musicals, we should send them in. That's because there's not many good children's musicals. Exactly. I think Putnam County Spelling Bee with a few edits is a wonderful children's <laughs> musical. No Too long. With some edits. Too long. Like the whole masturbation scene. <laughs> Wait, they don't discuss it? We don't. I'm going to just add <laughs> Okay, some fun facts about Eve Titus. Mm -hmm. uh, she's born in 1922 and lived until 2002. Gosh. Yep, she, nice round 80. She also wrote Basil of Baker, Basil, Basil, Basil of Baker Street, The Great Mouse Detective. I, th I saw that on the back that it was Basil of Baker Street and I was like, is that The Great Mouse Detective? Indeed it is. She was primarily a children's book author, and these were her two big ones. Yeah. She wrote a couple of one-offs, but pretty much 10 of this and I think 10 of those. It never occurred to me that Great Mouse Detective came from a book. I only Which knew, inspired, yes. I only knew the, the movie. Yep, taken from this, mm -hmm. which I thought was super cool. And also I'm like, wait, I only write two series and make some good... Yeah money off of what am i trying to say uh, oh, right yes paul galdone is from budapest austria hungary huh. born in 1907 
died in 1986. Ah. Moved to New Jersey in 1921. He studied at the Art Student League and New York School for Industrial Design. Uh, went into the Army in World War II. He illustrated like all, almost all of Eve uh, Titus's work. Cool. So they were big buddies. I mean, once you've got a mouse this cute, why would you stop? Absolutely. And you've really <laughs> your perf- focus is mice. <laughs> he actually did hundreds. Wow. He got his main work as an illustrator got started as doing book covers. Oh, that makes sense. And then he just illustrated so many children's books. I couldn't even find a place that would give me a number. Oh, wow. They're just like, he did bunches. So many. And his big thing, mainly an illustrator, and then would adapt classics mm-hmm. like The Gingerbread Man or Goldilocks. So right. he did a lot of those, and those cool. were his solo pieces. Uh, he has an extensive website and has a fun picture of him in a little Australian hat. Austrian hat. Yes. You just see They like are it. different. Just a little, although I often say the wrong one. <laughs> those were fun facts. <laughs> Neat. What do you have for a synopsis? Well, I have many questions that will become apparent later. Synopsis. Synopsis-wise, what happens is there's a small mouse. His name is Anatole. He's got a whole family. They live in a mouse village. First question. <laughs> um, Fair. <laughs> and every night, all the all the provider mice bike into Paris and acquire people's leftovers and like garbage scraps and food and then bring them back to their families. Great stuff. And one day Anatole hears the humans being like, oh, mice, they're terrible. I hate them. They're the worst. And he's like, oh no, my self-worth, it has vanished. So he has to find a job that uh, where he can earn the food in a respectable way. In a respectable way, way yes. Uh, and so he goes to a cheese factory and he leaves tasting notes on the cheeses and then the cheese factory flourishes because their cheese is amazing because mice are excellent cheese tasters. Everyone uh, knows this. And then he likes his job. <laughs> uh, and his reward is they will leave him food. Yes. Even though they don't know he's a mouse. Yes. The end. That, that is the book. Uh, despite my synopsis, I did enjoy this book quite a lot. Okay, good. I was like, <laughs> I thought it was no, very good. Is... It's just a lot of the themes make me have a big feeling. Oh no, there's definitely some questions there's that some, come up. There's some big questions, and there's some themes involving self worth and capitalism that I have a big feeling about. So I had always assumed this book was written by a French author. It's not, and rereading it, knowing it's an American author, I went. Ah, uh, uh, we yes. we have some moments here, <laughs> some cliches. Yes. So, oh, and lovely synopsis. Thank you. Art synopsis. Art synopsis. The art is lovely. It's just so sweet. Yes. It's very much a 50s picture book. Absolutely. Okay. So it only has three color palette. Yeah. Red, blue, and white. Mm-hmm. With gray. With gray. Which I guess it probably was like, does white even count when your pages are white? But it, it's the colors of the French flag. Yes. And then it's a lot of very loose 
pen sketches and probably watercolor. They might be ink washes. They might be. Actually, ink washes feels like the better choice. Right? It feels like pen and ink to me with, with the watercolor washes on top. And it's a very, like, loose style, but you just get some really fun locations yes. and things. I have to say, I think I much prefer his mouse illustrations to his human illustrations. I, I would like, actually The humans are that. fine. There's not anything wrong with them. And, like, I enjoy their variety. But, but they maybe lack some of the... Somehow their eyes aren't as expressive as the mouse eyes or as sweet i like the mice yeah. mouse eyes better it, it's it is clear that the mice are the focus and when you do have a couple of people it's secondary they are the added it's texture just, yeah it's like there's a crowd of people there look at them there's a bunch of them they look different because they're yeah. different people i do like that yes cool. And it flips back and forth between being just a black and white ink page to a very colorful, yeah. uh, but in the limited color palette. I love a limited color palette. They're so good. Creating from them, they're very freeing. Yeah. Because you get to spend a lot more time just kind of like, what do I want it to look like and feel like? And not being like, ah, eh, did I blend this one right? right. Yeah. Do these colors clash? Is it getting too muddy? Is it, and like, boy limitations they sure do help they do production did you happen to check the shelving notes i did oh i looked at the the summary fiction or sorry mice fiction cheese Cheese fiction (laughs) (laughs) i would love to see the section on fictitious cheese well it's got the stinky cheese man Mm. it's got anatole trying to think of other cheese cheese centric books anyways yep here we are uh let's do this book Alrighty. okay so we start off with anatole the happiest and most contented mouse and he's in like the most classic french top floor uh, like a beautiful garret he's got his beret on all the chimneys i do love the chimneys a i do lot. love the chimneys they're kind of whimsical and poking off. And oh, absolutely. Easy. They don't make sense for, like, numbers of fireplaces. No. Necessarily. Or at least not fire safety. It's one of those books where, like, it's pretty decent on perspective. It's But, like, there's a real fluidness to the yeah. windows. We didn't exactly feel like we needed to pull out the ruler every absolutely time we wrote the shutter. Uh, he lived in a small mouse village. Near Paris. And it is a mouse scale Village. village. This is my first big... Well, this is my first two big questions. Oh, I like that there's two. Yes. A, well, maybe there's three. Okay. (laughs) I've got a lot of questions about the Mouse Village. So, A, who who built? Presumably mice. Okay. Um, Two, has no one ever stumbled upon the Mouse Village? I've wondered that as well. Uh, question C is um, near Paris is a long way for a mouse to go. Because, and we get there later, we bike to Paris from Also, here. who built the bikes? But mice, <laughs> mice built the... Here comes many more questions, but we'll get to them later because they fit better later. All right. 
but yeah, no, it's my first one is who built Mouse Village, and it's got like a little mouse statue that implies that maybe they had a mouse Napoleon. Yes. Um, and like there's the, shops, the tiny trees. Like, are they bonsaiing oh, the trees? Oh, I never thought about the trees. And like yeah, the trees aren't even the full scale of the three story yeah. buildings, which seem to be the standard. So like either they're chewing them down, like they're cutting them down and replanting saplings constantly, or they're bonsaiing. Well, who says they're trees. trees? Maybe it's like a cilantro plant. I mean, they look a lot like trees, but maybe. I'm just saying, yeah, like yeah. there are other there are there are yeah. things that grow that look like miniature trees. Also, like you can see the blue sky above this mouse village, so it's obviously not like inside something, right? Because if like if they were like in a barn, in a barn, we... in a in a mausoleum, which would be a little bit dark for this book, but like. You know, inside of a human-made structure, we have built a mouse village. And I would be a lot more. That is on a board. standard. Yeah, lots of things involve mice and having their own areas and right? networks. And they've got tiny little beds and they've got tiny little kitchens and all of that stuff. But it's but like so- in the walls, yeah. the attic. Even as a child, the mouse village, I was like, "Huh, mouse village." Don't see that I too just, often. Like. I just wonder, I want to know where it is that no one has stumbled across it by accident. Now, also, They've it's... got, like, cobblestone streets. Oh, yeah. It, it like, refined village. Red roofs. <laughs> now, to be fair, it's also... Brown was not part of the color palette. Yeah. But... But not gray. You also don't have to be that far out of Paris to technically be outside of Paris. They don't have to ride their bicycles all the way down to, like, the Louvre to, you know, get cheese. Would you like to know <laughs> how far a mouse generally travels for food from uh, their house? By the way, Annika has pulled out a tiny notebook. My mouse-sized notebook. <laughs> Please? Yes. Please tell me. 25 feet. Well, they normally live in the same building as... But also, mice don't normally have tiny typewriters. Well, yeah. No, I mean, they're, they're... I feel like... But, like... So, so my, my follow-up fact for that is that if you have a mouse problem yes, and you're like, aha, I will take the mouse outside. Because I don't want to kill and them. And put it down. Uh, the mouse will come back because they have an excellent sense of smell and they want to go to their house where they can get food still. Which could be about 25 feet, which seems... But no, okay. a mouse will travel two to three miles to get home. S- two to three <laughs> miles? They're willing to bike. Okay. so Yeah. So they live near Paris. In an extravagant little town. Okay. I he, love his smoking jacket. He still wears the beret, though. I love it so much. <laughs> I, so we're inside uh, their apartment with his wife and children, and there is a wedding portrait behind the couch. And I love their tiny oil lamp. She's yep. doing some good knitting, although they do have a spring coming out of their sofa. Oh, they, well, you know, still, still mouse living. Yeah. It's also on the underneath side. Yeah, I I wonder, and since we haven't read Anatole and the Cat, I don't know, but I like I, that we we may be uh, foreshadowing the cat with the newspaper where it says le grand ba- le grand bandit, and definitely a picture <laughs> of a mad cat. Yeah. Oh, what is the name of the newspaper? Uh, Mouse Morning. <laughs> Ma- Anton, yeah, I didn't know that was French for mouse. Mm-hmm. Souris. Souris. Good to. 
look what Which you learn on this podcast. A lot like Smile. Siri. Yeah. With their six charming children, Paul and Paulette, Claude and Claudette, and this one is always dumb because it's George, but it's French and there's an S. It's Georges. Georges and Georgette. Yes. And I've always wondered... Are they three sets of twins? Because Mouse would probably have all six mice at once. Yeah. And then what would they have done if like two of them were girls and they couldn't have a matching name? (laughs) Yes. Questions. Although the wife's name, Duchette? Duchette. Duchette, I never say it right. And when I was a kid, it didn't matter because I said it in my head and I started reading it to Avery and was like, whoops. (laughs) Duchette, which is... Sort of small, soft one. Oh, what a perfect name for a mouse. Yes. And then in the evening, we all bicycle out of town. I love this image a lot. Like oh. the blue wash and the, the mice biking off into the distance. I have a lot of questions about the mice bicycle factory. That Why? The, the mice made them. They made a couch. They made a... They, Took a wedding portrait. I think a bicycle's within range. It's coming up. All right. I'm saving this question okay. for the correct moment. So but I have it. My question about the scene is, where did they put the food? No one's wearing a backpack. There's yeah. no basket on there. And you're bringing home, you're not just grabbing a snack for yourself. Did you just catch the Easter egg? The Livre d'Enfants. Underneath. By Paul Gardon. So it's children's books. Oh, it's I didn't I got his name. Oh, okay, okay. So there's a store and it has a sign that says Livre d'enfants, Paul Gardon, which means children's books by Paul Gardon, which is super sweet. Here's one thing I've also wondered. They have a whole mouse town. We have a bookshop. Annie is pulling out her notebook. <laughs> <laughs> there's obviously jobs that people work during so here's day. my question. We seem to have some very, some some big gender rules going, right? Like it's a 1950s yeah, uh, no, book. This is, yeah, this is not a complaint about the book. I'm just saying that yes. we seem oh, to be it's doing very this, clear. right. Like yeah. it looks like Doucette probably stays at home and takes care of her six children, which seems like a full time job. Honestly, she does the knitting. She's got the doilies and the Anatole and all of the other husbands and fathers which is specifically says, says in the book. In the husbands book. and fathers bicycle yes. along the boulevard which i like it implies some non-traditional families oh that's oh i guess it does yeah <laughs> but well uh, unless they're all husbands and fathers one mouse is husbands and fathers well i think it's even if you haven't had mouse kids yet your job yeah. is to go retrieve the food yes um but the breadwinner if you will <laughs> um <laughs> So, like, we've obviously, you know, we're doing yeah. our, our standard 50s oh, yeah, gender big time. roles in the household. So, theoretically, the husbands and fathers would also be the ones building a house or making a bicycle or doing all of those things. So, that's a lot of work for a mouse to then have to go. But also, Wait, yep. why have we created an industrialized society Without and food. not spent any of this ingenuity on food production? Like, just go full red wall. Okay. It is obviously a city, and one does not grow enough food within a city. One must venture and have the 
Yeah, but one doesn't quarry rocks in a city either to build all of these houses. Which you know, are where are they getting houses. the metal for the bicycles? Where are they getting the rubber for the tires? Where are they getting the chemicals for the photos? And like maybe we're scrounging, maybe it's a maybe portrait. we're scrounging all of this from the city and then turning it into the mouse village, which is a very standard yeah. mouse the borrowers like, kind of mentality. No, no, There's no. There's something it's about so the funny. idea that you have built this entire industrialized society with a statue right like you've got like you've got art and you've got culture and you've got a children's bookstore but you haven't bothered to figure out how to produce a food what if human food's just better like you've tried it and okay the scale imagine a mouse trying to grow you know a pumpkin yeah but you only need the one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fair at all. <laughs> One strawberry, good for all winter champ right? supply. <laughs> if you enjoy mice and food, please check out our episode, The Big Ripe Strawberry. The Red Ripe Strawberry, The Little Hungry Mouse, and The Big Hungry Bear? I don't remember. I can never. It's a very long title. Yes. It's a mouse, a strawberry, and a bear. Please check out our archives. <laughs> so, no, no, no. It's always been... Yeah. Makes no sense. And like, maybe they've just got a really good line to a uh, dollhouse furniture Could be. Factory. I think part of what makes it a little funny there, because when we did The Mouse, the Strawberry, and the Bear, he had some things yeah. that were mouse scale and some things that were human. Nothing is human scale. No. It's not like we've foraged and we've crafted and created. And like, it's a perfectly mouse scaled <laughs> world. Maybe they get into this in further books. Oh, I'm sure they don't. But like the fact that we go and we scavenge food, but we don't scavenge other materials. Like they're, they're very specifically only getting food. No, to be fair, it's also one snap frame. Maybe one of the other mice in the beginning is worried about like his job. I mean, that's true. Is but to, like, you know, scavenge the husbands wood. and fathers bicycled along the boulevard to Paris to find food for their families. Also, doesn't Boulevard, it, Boulevard is a very specific word, which means it's a straight shot from one place to another, and it's usually fairly big, and it's got, like, trees on the sides of it. Oh, I think that's exact, due to but the like, illustration, yeah, that's which, exactly what which we mean. Which true, but, like, the Boulevard to Paris implies that the Boulevard goes from the Mouse Village to Paris, and would no one notice. I think it absolutely does. But it goes to, like, the back door of Paris. No one can see those that look you're giving me. We don't have the video, but we should move on. Yes, from we should. The page because to page twelve. Uh, da, da, da. so they arrive somehow to Paris. Yeah, to just scavenge for food, and then poor Anatole is upset to hear humans bitching about mice. Mm-hmm. Now, these humans are also referring to some very bad mice behavior of being up on the tables and, like, eating food that, not just taking up leftovers and scraps. No, it turns out if you know you've got mice and you leave your food out, that's the mouse's food now. Oh, sure is. (laughs) Absolutely. That's how that works. Uh, But what, what a condemnation here. They're disgraced to all of France. To be a mouse is to be a villain. Ta-da. The thing that cracked me up is deeply shocked. Anatole was like, 
really? Sir, you seem to be in like your late 30s, 40s. You have children. Yeah. You thought we were all cool with this? You sneak in through holes in people's walls and then... I mean, they don't eat the food in their garbage can. There, There is certainly an argument to be made that it is part of the system of the world and they are part of the breaking down of that, you know, food. Yeah. But, man, he's just crushed. So sad. And here, on the next page, I am 100% with Gaston. His, his body. Oh, just like, Who is like meh. Bah, a mere trifle. People are people. Mice are mice. We have to eat. I do. <laughs> I do love. And he's like, nah, man. It's cool. And again, it's like, Ansel, have you never done this before? Right? Because Gaston seems to know what's up. Absolutely. What if Anatole was working at a job? What if Anatole... Anatole does seem like a very cultured mouse compared to Gaston. Well, he's wearing a smock and a uh, kerchief. Yeah. And a beret. And Gaston's wearing a little Greek fisherman's hat and a striped shirt. Like, they're just the most cliche French outfits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gaston has a touch more of the dock worker yes. feel. And Anatole feels a little bit more like he's supposed to paint canvases. 100%. In this picture, I think is where I actually wrote this note. I will bring up again. Why no pants? Why no pants? Yeah. Look, it, it seems to <laughs> it's be. Not, it's not a huge problem. I can let it go. I just want to know. Why it, no pants? It's a strangely like animated uh, convention. Yeah. Because uh, Winnie the Pooh. Yep. No, no pants. I mean, that's, I think, partially because the doll. But it would be weird if they were wearing pants and no shirt. Everyone would then be like, oh, but why are we bare-chested? Yeah. I'm like Donald Duck. and Yeah. Who is... Is it Donald Duck who's not allowed in China? Because <laughs> he's, he's not wearing... wearing pants? That's so funny. Also, he's kind of an obnoxious character. He's fairly awful. Um... Anyways, uh, <laughs> please don't send us hate mail if you love Donald Duck. But if you do know what country Donald Duck is banned from, please let us know. I do love that they both have lights, lights on their bikes. <laughs> that seems fairly advanced. Uh, although they're, they're working at night, so I get it. But also yeah. like, wow, way to announce yourself. I think we're back in our home because the scale town. is yeah. back. I've always wondered because Anto was like, we have to leave immediately. I'm like, did you not bring home cheese for the kids? Are yeah. the kids going to be hungry because of your pride, sir? I also concerned about that. Well, like my self-respect, my pride, my honor. And I'm again with Gaston with like, whatever, Anatole, c'est la vie. <laughs> right? And then he comes home and he puts on a smoking jacket and he's just so upset. So upset, but he won't take his beret off. No, we are going to you, well, die in that beret. How would you know it was Anatole and not a different mouse? Well, because he's with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Anger made some big subjustifies right there. Um, and his wife is also in on this whole like self-worth through work thing, which I find surprising because like... Sounds like you're going to be hungry. Right? And again, it's like, did you guys 
not, not no. no. Did he work like another job and like but they like, got closed if down? If you don't, if you, so this is part of my question. If you work a mouse factory job, right? Are you rewarded in food that someone else has scavenged? Like a barter system? I'm willing because to go with barter system. It seems like you work a factory job for fun and then you go to Paris to get food. For like the well, the good of the like the good of the society. Also, I don't remember seeing any factory jobs. They are clearly implied by all of the goods in these mouse. Maybe we are just stealing from a giant dollhouse manufacturer. I wish they had brought that up. <laughs> just just one just scene, one like, one like half page. He lived in a small mouse village beside. A dollhouse factory near Paris. Yes. That's all I need. And then I'd be perfectly happy. And I would have fewer questions about this mouse society. (laughs) And how it operates. Yes. Uh, But it is sweet that she's, instead of fooling a doll, she's like, can you give them something in return? I like that she has a suggestion. I like that they don't have a big conflict about it. That part's good. And so he sits down in this typewriter, mouse scale. Where do you get the ink tape for a mouse scale typewriter? From the mouse scale typewriter emporium. <laughs> look, look, you're asking questions. I'm just throwing out ideas. <laughs> I always really loved, he's typing up some signs and as he's typing it up, it switches to typewriter yes. font. Just, just the a right wee little detail. So now we go to the cheese factory. Well, he makes all these signs, yes, the signs. and he sticks a long pin of them and puts them in his mouse briefcase. His mouse briefcase. <laughs> Which we have had not seen. I guess he didn't bring his briefcase on the food journey. I mean, it's certainly not where you're going to put a big hunk of crusty bread and crust up all your mouse documents. <laughs> that you typed on your mouse typewriter. <laughs> Who's making paper for the mice? Oh, come on. You can steal and like slice down the mice paper. I think you had a much better point with the ink tape. <laughs> <laughs> right into Paris, and he goes to the... Cheese factory. Here's my love. He knows where the cheese factory is. Why aren't all the mice just beelining to the cheese factory? I mean, they're obviously very smart mice. If they all go to the cheese factory, the cheese factory will notice that there's mice and then they will spend a lot of time and effort making it mouse-proof. So maybe only a couple of mice hit it every time. Okay. Because if you had like a giant mouse infestation yes, in the size yeah. of a mouse village, you, okay. would, you would take many steps to stop the mouse infestation. Whereas if You it would was freak like, the hell out. Yeah. Whereas if it was like, oh, there might have been a mouse, but I'm not sure. You know, it's, it's a 50s. cheese factory. Right. Okay, okay, fair. Though, he does park his bike very far away from the entrance. Yes. I was like, it's not like you're going to chain it up to the tree. You can just ride that thing up to <laughs> Who's going to come by and steal, <laughs> steal your a mouse bicycle? Maybe there are mice, mouse, maybe, maybe there's a seedy underlayer <laughs> to the, of mouse criminals. And that's why he wants to be a well-respected mouse, because we're not mouse from the other side of the sin. Hmm. Warring mouse gangs. <laughs> it's the fifties. <50s. laughs> like snap at each other. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, now I just have to imagine Mouse Wednesday's story for a second. Yep, sure do. It's a good image. Anyways. <laughs> oh, wait, they would squeak at each other. <laughs> Anyways, we go to the mouse factory, to, no, yeah. to the cheese factory. Smells, and then he finds the cheese tasting room. I did, I, I saw the, obviously I saw the images before I read all yeah, of the yeah. words, and I was like, why on earth is this cheese factory cutting up its cheese before it ships it out? Because What is it doing? It's because it's the cheese tasting room. And I was immediately fine with it. Fine with it. Yes. Yeah. This was a little confusing to me as a child because his sensitive nose sniffed many delicious cheeses. Camembert, Port Salut. Mm-hmm. No, t- no, no hard tea at the end. Port oh, Salut. Right. Port Salut. Blue. Saint Marcelin. Um... Just, and brie. Yes. And as a child, I was like, what are those cheeses? None of these say cheddar, Swiss, or Prevolone. <laughs> <laughs> now, I did, like, I was a lover of blue cheese at a small age, but I was like, oh, there's so many, there's so many fancy cheeses out in the world. <laughs> when will I taste the fancy cheeses? I think it was probably very odd that as an elementary school, I'm like, this mouse has my dream job. <laughs> like, I want to go to France and eat all the cheese. <laughs> That is very good. The thing, the so the thing that this page reminds me of yes. is uh, there's a brief period of time uh, in my neighborhood when the cheese fairy would come. Okay. And you'd get a knock on your front door, and then you would open the front door, and there'd just be a sack of cheese. Because someone locally <laughs> because, made cheese. No. So okay. my friend's dad was a photographer. Okay. And he, he had a contract doing like glamour shots of cheeses. But because they had to open, like, they cut the cheeses open. Right. And they would do the whole, like, (gasps) it's a whole wheel and you take a chunk out of it because that's the photographic That's what you want. (gasps) They couldn't sell those cheeses because they had sat under warm lights for too long. And so as part of his contract, he just got to keep all of the cheese that he photographed. So, like, a $300 wheel of cheese. Yeah, and, like, multiple. <gasps> and so they'd end up with just like mountains of cheese and so they would just like chunk it up into pieces put it in bags and just like drop it around the neighborhood and be like cheese fairy here you go my neighborhood did this but was with zucchini yes i am so mad not to have lived in your neighborhood right now it was great it was I've, a good time just thank a, you patrick gogarty just in case it doesn't i love cheese Cheese is my favorite. One of the best things about going to Paris was walking out to a stall of cheese and just being like, that one. Don't tell me anything about it. Just, I love it no matter what it is. There's very few cheeses I don't enjoy. Cheese. Oh, we don't have any nice cheese in the fridge right now. No, it's, which is a problem. Uh, Cure Downtown posted, they had a couple job hirings and one of them was a cheesemonger and I... Wanted to apply. I'm like, I don't have any certifications except for this cheese tasting course I did in Amsterdam for money as a tourist trap atta- attraction. But I'm like, I would learn. I would read I all mean, the books on you cheese. You would be actively excited about mongering the cheese. I really would. Which seems like it would be half the battle. <laughs> I, these are moments I'm like, but doesn't everyone want to be a cheesemonger in their life? Is that... Do people have other dreams? I don't understand. <laughs> Ooh, okay. That so, was a lot of... The book The book is half about cheese. It's true. Uh, so 
walked into the cheese cold room of my dreams. Yep. Oh, I'm definitely going and buying some cheese after I pick up the kid. <laughs> God, I hope no one is listening to this hungry. Hmm. Now I'm trying to think of like places on my way to work that will sell me a piece of expensive cheese. Anyways. <laughs> now we need to wrap, wrap this up so we can buy some cheese. <laughs> So then, then we find out what right. all of his typewriter signs were for. Yes. Um, and so he, he tastes all of them, and then he leaves, leaves little tasting notes like, needs more grated onion, or throw it away, or uh, add, add more goat's milk. So he, he definitely typed up just a standard like, good, very good, not so good, and then has, with a red pen, which I found quite the choice, stuck... Some in there. I do love that he also signs every single one. Each of the one. Signs. <laughs> what cracks me up is there's only one. Oh, there's only one sign that doesn't get an extra note, and it's the no good at all. And you're like, you look. You said to throw another one away, but this well, he one? didn't. He didn't make a like. Oh God, it's awful. I just like clear, but so, throw like, that no one away. Good. It's no good. Whereas, no good, throw, throw it, it away, away is like, absolutely terrible, please never try this again. <laughs> Big time fail. Yeah. I enjoy, This is my favorite page of the book. I mean, it's mainly because we've used our tight color palette. So you, you're left guessing, like, what kind of cheese is that? Yes. I think because we only had three colors. So we did make purple, mm -hmm. one of them. It seems like there's a high percentage of blue cheese, and I don't <laughs> think there actually was that much blue cheese. But I maybe don't love the picture of him climbing on top of the cheese with his little dirty mouse feet. I mean, he's a cultured mouse. He probably takes a bath. After he walked across the floor and then climbed up the table onto no. the cheese. Just saying. Oh, I feel like they're probably... Are you familiar with the movie Ratatouille? Uh, I have actually never watched the movie Ratatouille. Oh, had you had you made it to movie night last week? Dang. Uh, <laughs> small reminder, Annika lives in my house. <laughs> but works theater hours. So yeah. I miss out on all the good stuff. Like watching Ratatouille. It, it is about a mouse who lives outside of France who feels shame that we steal food and do not, yep, do not create or give anything to us. And we stumble upon a kitchen by way of the sewer. And we start cooking because we have a very refined palate. And then we use a human child as a giant puppet because we can't be a mouse cooking. Very I wonder this. if they got away with it because Disney owned the, uh, the movie rights because they made a TV show. No, Disney. If they ABC. bought the TV, wait, wait, wait. No, so if CBS, if they made the show and yeah. it aired on CBS, but then CBS. it aired on Disney, Return to the Disney Channel in two thousand and one and two thousand and four. Oh, I wonder if that means that Disney owns the rights to Anatole for video. Because truly, this that, is, yeah. <laughs> which was super funny because the book from my childhood. I watched Ratatouille several times. It wasn't until reading, I think, because we had just watched Ratatouille. Right. I was like. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, Nothing new under the sun. Everyone no. steals from everyone. Yeah. 
the next morning, this sketchily drawn man. But you forgot the... Everyone knows that mice are the world's best judges of cheeses. I'm like, does everyone know that at all? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, And then I do, I enjoy that um, we have shortened monsieur to monsieur, Mm -hmm. written M apostrophe S-I-E-U, in the hopes that Americans will be able to pronounce Monsieur because if you spelt it out in the French it's way, way, it sure looks like it should be said Monseigneur, <laughs> which is a whole other history lesson. I was say, no, I think you did a perfect pronunciation of Americans saying <laughs> Monsieur. Yeah. We will read my other favorite book about mice having jobs later. And Monsieur Duval looks exactly like the main man in that one to the point at one point i wondered if it was the same illustrator amazing i think it's just what a 1950s gentleman charge looks like i don't know he looks earlier than 1950s to me the yeah you know, the collar the collar and the glasses because he's got like pince-nez with a chain a, a, with a chain yeah and he's got like the high vest like he looks like he's wearing a with Martins. a wingtip yeah shirt collar Yes, he does. Anyway, but yeah. the shoes of the people who were... Now, the shoes... I had a question about the time period earlier, too. It just... I think because... The oh, wood, they're spats. The, yeah. The, so the man is wearing spats and, like, striped trousers that yell earlier. Uh-huh. You know, they it yells, like, tens, maybe, tops. But the lady's skirt... But the skirt... lady's skirt is definitely at an at least N- 40s. Yes. Yeah, it's right length. past the knee. So I, it's funny because mm. the men seem to be a much earlier Very time pretty. period and the women are not, which I oh, just that's think a good is point. interesting. Because like the mouse clothes are generic shape. Yeah. I think this is also maybe one of those times when it, American author for an American audience, you said in Europe and it's like, it's old timey. It's European. Right. So this is what it's always cracked me up. They come in, like, Antol's left all the cheese tasting notes. Yeah. And then Michelle Duvall comes in, and we'll see just how much this Anatole knows about cheese. He tastes it. Touche! Anatole's right. This does need more orange peel. We'll do it all his way now. One taste. Right? I, too, was surprised that that is all it took. I had always wondered, it's a cheese tasting room. It's a cheese factory. Hadn't people tasted these things before? Right. And like, if this man can taste the Roquefort and be like, yes, he's right about his tasting note. Why did they not already add more orange peel? Because the Duval factory is not doing so well right now. Their cheeses are not doing well. They have told us. Well, he's also, his name's on the building. He is maybe not working the cheese tasting room daily. Also, how long does it take to remake a cheese? This is also um, my concern. Yeah. Because they they definitely do the thing. And then every night, Anatole left more little signs. And every day, the cheese workers made more changes. And, like, cheese, especially blue cheese or hard cheeses, take a while. Months. Like, you can make a soft cheese real fast. But still, and not like... And, like, cheddar, you know, is maybe a month. But But still month turnaround yeah. at one of our fastest cheeses and i don't know by 
by his glasses, they seem like a fancy place. Yes. We maybe do more hard cheeses that take the better part of a year. Yeah. The timeline there is iffy. Mm. But business begins to boom. Everyone must have Duval cheese. Duval cheese or none at all. Which I'm like, nah, France loves their cheese. And some of them are like, you know, I don't care if there's better cheese. I've always bought my cheese from this one family. It's the cheese I eat. I eat this cheese. And also just, I go to this cheesemonger. It is two doors from my house. I'm not traping across town every time. I mean, you could go to your cheesemonger and be like, hey, could you bring in Duval cheese, please? All 40, 50 flavors of it. (laughs) This is the one illustration I don't love. No? He's just, he's scooching under the door with his briefcase. Mm -hmm. And he just, it... It's the first time you really have to think of him like squishing and like <laughs> scurrying like a mouse. He's normally so upright and refined. And I was like, oh, oh, you are a squishy little mouse wiggling under a door. It's, it's so undignified for him. <laughs> I do love that we've put in that Monsieur Duval enlarged his factory and gave everyone a raise in salary. That is really that nice. That I appreciate. Good job. Monsieur Duval, you might not be the worst boss. Well, it was the 50s when you could work for a company and work your way out of town. All right. But he wants to find out who Anatole is. I do love how many people named Anatole seem to work <laughs> at this factory. Two, four, six, eight, nine. Nine are pictured. Now, it's a big factory and it's expanded. But is Anatole like Steve or Bill? I know it's not John, that's Jacques, but <laughs> that's a lot of guys named Anatole. Yeah. I love how unique yes. each one of them is because it would have been very simple to essentially draw three guys with variations, but no, yeah. we've... I am a little bit sad about how blank his secretary is. She As looks m- like, like she's made of plastic. Yeah. And we have such interesting features and looks on the guys waiting and she is just a cardboard cutout next to and again you'll notice all the all the workers have well there's the man in the turtleneck uh who i quite like but everybody else has like the high hard collars everyone's sort of you know in the teens Mm -hmm. time-wise and this woman is not i also like that none of these guys take credit for this work yes well, that I think, impresses me. I think there might also be a recognition that if you did this all of a sudden, you would need to do it in front of people. And the entire cheese company is riding on this review. But, like, that could also be a pretty standard yeah. book plot. Y- yes. Taking credit for someone else's work. Yeah. Uh, I think it's always funny. It never... It took me a while to realize it's the same Mr. Duvall in both. He's... <laughs> he's broadened out a bit yes. in his office. Well, it's because he's wearing... It's because his coat is... Color, I don't know. Anyways, uh, it's fine. Oh, No one's allowed to wear red. No. Company ban. Only <laughs> blue and white. <laughs> There's one red tie and one red stripe on the tie, and that's it for 11 people and the color red on a <laughs> three-color palette. I also like the Duval cheese logo. <laughs> so. Which used to be... The the globe sneakily eating 
a large chunk of cheese. Do you think it's supposed to look modern? Because, like, when you think about it, and it's a very 1950s logo. Yes. And it's always made me laugh because I feel like it needs to be like an ornate old timey. Like a seal or like a, 